This is the Lions Unchained podcast, where the shackles of your mind are broken. It's not for the faint-hearted, but the chosen few who've embraced the call to leadership, dare to venture where others will not, and believe in God's supernatural power. Join Carl Joseph now for a life-changing word. Get ready to be unleashed into your destiny. Like it or not, friend, you are living in a surveillance society and one that you may not be even aware of. Someone once said that privacy is the foundation of a free society. And if that's a true statement, and I believe it is, then our society is rapidly losing its freedom and showing no signs of abating. Freedom is, of course, the basis of all democratic societies, which are founded upon Judeo-Christian principles, which stem from the Torah, the book of Isaiah, the book of Proverbs, and the four Gospels. When George Orwell penned his now infamous book of a coming technocratic dystopia, in sharp contrast to the statutes of true democracy, it was a society in which everyone and everything was monitored on a continual basis. But little did Orwell know that almost 68 years after he wrote the novel, 1984, his envisioned technocracy would be well on its way to completion in our present day and age. George Orwell also said, if you want to keep a secret, you must also hide it from yourself. Well, that sounds easy, you might say, but of course the embodiment of yourself represents more than just your thoughts. It's documented on a continual basis in the data residue of your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, shopping habits, Google searches, bank statements, medical records, leisure activities, which are all tracked to some degree, whether it's through our credit cards, phone records, internet searches, or whatever else. The cold hard truth is, friend, that in this day and age, as George stated, Big Brother is watching you. And video cameras literally capture our every move also. Our credit cards have recently been installed with RFID chips, which now offer a greater level of surveillance sophistication from the credit card companies of yesteryear. The fast-approaching internet of all things will soon be able to notify your fridge that the milk is running low and place a call to the local grocery store for its replacement. Sounds far-fetched, doesn't it, friend? But these technologies are on the cusp of being introduced to modern-day America. And here's a little-known fact about Google, friend. That friendly search engine you use every day for your internet searches. Google makes billions of dollars every year by revealing information it gains from deep mining its users' internet searches and selling them to third parties. It sells your search records at their discretion. Sounds fair? No, it doesn't. But once again, this is a precursor to the coming New World Order and only Christians will be able to escape its clutches. Along the lines of monitoring, a few years back in the United Kingdom, there began a rapid installation of closed-circuit television cameras within its metropolitan areas, and its purpose was to fight crime. Beginning with a benign endeavor to help neighborhood watch organizations, it spawned into a surveillance network that some have come to fear for its Orwellian hallmarks. By 2008, the Guardian newspaper reported that an astounding 4.2 million cameras were being used in the surveillance of not only the UK citizens, but tourists also. That number has likely exceeded 6 million today, almost a decade later. It's also estimated that the average British citizen is captured on camera an average of 500 times a day. 
Even the good old London double-decker bus has now been outfitted with 60,000 cameras in addition to 10,000 cameras on the subway or tube. In a recent development, and with the use of artificial intelligence, these cameras are now able to listen in on our conversations in some cases. They're able to recognize particular sounds such as gunshots, breaking glass, screams, or even car crashes in an effort to hone in on the location of certain crimes. Friend, these mandates have reached our shores within these United States, desiring to increase its usage of CCTV in public places in line with Europe. You better know that when you step out of your home, that your every move is being recorded in some form or fashion. But what about inside your home? It's a little-known fact that Project Echelon, the secret codename for a government surveillance program operated by the U.S. in cooperation with Australia, Canada, the U.K., and New Zealand, also known as the Five Eyes, has turned on its own populace. The Echelon program, originally created in the 1960s to monitor military communications during the Cold War, has now been turned on the general public in a move that would cause George Orwell's eyebrows to raise no doubt. Since 1981, a global wide area network headed up by the NSA or National Security Agency headquartered in Fort Meade, Maryland has been established utilizing the latest satellite technology to monitor literally every phone conversation, email, fax, text or any other form of communication within its borders. This is a bold step away from just the surveillance of military communications which was its original objective. For at least 50 years, the NSA has been decoding and reading top-secret messages of key governments and businesses as easily if the communications had been transmitted in the open. When we write an email, friend, we should do so as if a police officer is watching us. Because the police, within the 157 nations that are members of Interpol, are able to access any and all of our email and internet searches at any time of their choosing. And what if I were to tell you that your own TV set is spying? on you. Few people realize that many of Samsung's smart TVs come equipped with voice recognition, which allows you to bark commands at your TV. Since the television is always listening to your voice, Samsung has warned its customers that every word is being captured and sent over the internet. The private policy says, and I quote, Please be aware that if your spoken words include personal or other sensitive information, that information will be among the data recorded and transmitted to a third party through your use of voice recognition. Did you get that, friend? Open disclosure from Samsung saying that they're not only spying on you, but capturing your data, sending it over the internet, and transmitting it to a third party, which I can assure you they're getting paid to do so. Your phone, your TV, laptop, desktop, gaming system could all be spying on your movements and communications within your own home. Little did we realize that when we entered the 21st century with such anticipation that it would be so nosy and the culmination of Orwell's vision of dystopia. It's also well known that the NSA has tens of billions of dollars in black budget operations to develop ongoing surveillance projects to protect the United States communications. And we have to realize, of course, that for the sake of our national security in this age of terrorism, much of this work is necessary. Albeit, it should be noted, it could be turned against the general populace if the wrong leader is put into power. These systems are presently unable to monitor all communications real-time, but they are housed in a vast data storage facility for access at a later date.
So incredible are the technologies available to the NSA that since the 1960s, the sophisticated cameras they possess in these spy satellite networks have been able to photograph the manufacturer's name of a golf ball from up to 60 miles off in space. Imagine, friend, what they're able to do today with the usage of the latest satellite systems and drone technologies. Privacy is fast becoming a thing of the past, and the intrusive nature of these technologies has passed the point of no return, I'm afraid. This is evidence of the two-pronged attack against our privacy and national sovereignty that serves as the means to establish this coming new world order. And it cannot come to full manifestation until the usage of cash is outlawed firstly. And guess what? We're also fast heading for a cashless society. A cashless society is a society in which all bills and debits are paid by electronic media. No cash whatsoever. You know, Southwest Airlines recently converted to a cashless cabin, and then we have these cashless toll roads, which we can see all around Colorado. According to Marketing Daily, cash accounts for up to 20% of all consumer spending, credit cards 25%, and debit cards 12%. In 1970, the economy's usage of cash was twice as much as it was in 2006. In 1996, checks accounted for 80% of consumer payments, but today it's estimated to be less than half of that. Electronic payments now account for more than 70% of consumer payments worldwide. The portion of cash in usage is drastically and deliberately declining in recent years to the point where cash will no longer be in circulation. And then what follows is a system that will likely require a mark as the unique identifier for our cashless transactions. The chief executive of Visa Europe has gone on record as saying, and I quote, paying for goods with notes and coins could be consigned to history within five years. And check this out, friend. Even the famous board game Monopoly is actually ditching cash. They're letting go of the fun multicolored money and phasing in Visa debit cards. Parker, who makes the game, has teamed up with the Visa credit card to replace cash with plastic in order for the game to move with the times. Now, listen to this statement, friend, and how the cashless society will play into the hands of the Antichrist in the coming New World Order. Terry Cook, who's an expert on modern technology, says the following, and I quote, The New World Order economists are not ignorant of the importance of cash and its ability to inhibit their control of the world. They're aware that in order to completely control, track, and monitor the global population, they must first eliminate the use of cash. With cash, there is no way to know how people are using their finances, whether for or against the government or its agenda. Because control of one's finances, in essence, means control of one's entire life, advocates of world government have for decades been promoting a move toward cashless transactions via a myriad of banking plans, ATM machines, point-of-sale machines, credit cards, all funneled through massive computer systems. Eventually, the goal is control of all these computers by the economic leaders of the New World Order." Friend, 27% of biblical text concerns prophecy and that which is to come. So we should always be aware of what the Bible says concerning prophecy, which as far as God is concerned is the future written in advance. There's coming a time in the not too distant future when this advanced surveillance technology will be utilized by the son of perdition, better known as the Antichrist. His malevolent desire for a one world authoritarian technocracy will springboard off the platform of this modern day surveillance surveillance technology. But like I've said many times before, friend, we the church will never see that day. We'll be long gone in the rapture. 
It's by utilizing the astonishing developments of this modern technology that the Antichrist will finally be able to establish the Mark of the Beast system, where he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. But friend, that does not mean we should not be aware of what is rapidly coming to pass in our society and the early warning signs of the coming New World Order and the rise of the Antichrist system. Friend, I sincerely believe the United Nations is the forerunner of the coming New World Order with its communistic manifesto of Agenda 21 and its revised Agenda 2030. Listen to the very words of the first president of the UN, Paul Henry Spark, and I quote, We do not want another committee. We have too many of them already. What we want is a man of sufficient stature to hold the allegiance of all the people and to lift us up out of the economic morass unto which we are sinking. Send us such a man, and whether he be God or devil, we will receive him. Wow, friend. Not only are they willing to embrace the devil, little do they realize the Antichrist will come first. Involuntary surveillance is something that we're all getting used to. It's a part of our society, friend. It's not going away, and a precursor to the New World Order. <music> You've been listening to Carl Joseph and the Lions Unchained podcast. Carl is a minister who has witnessed God's miraculous power to save, heal, and deliver. Carl covers topics such as geopolitics, current affairs, cults, societal trends, and end-time events, all through a biblical lens. Every Monday, new podcasts are uploaded, so stay tuned for the next opportunity to roar into victory. Check out carljosephministries.com for exciting articles, teachings, and discussion points. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button.